1: Welcome back. Well, we have just heard from the Ontario Attorney General. And of course, he can't comment on judicial decisions. But basically, what he said was that the system is working well, no problem there. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of people uh, who are responding and reacting to what Ari Goldkind told us in a recent segment, which is that a lot of violent criminals are being released because of COVID-19. He's talking about gun offenses. He mentioned what he called, like, just short of first-degree murder, domestic abuse, child abuse, things like that. Well, not surprisingly, some of his fellow defense counsel. Don't agree with those views. And joining me now, Criminal Defense Counsel and former president of the Criminal Lawyers Association, Frank Adario. Hi, Frank.
0: Hi, Libby. How are you? I'm great. Can I say something, Libby? Sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right.
0: I didn't, I like you, Libby. I didn't like at the top that you started your show by saying violent criminals are being released from jail. What Ari Goldkind was talking about was people in remand jails. And as you know, and as he knows, those people are presumed innocent. They're awaiting trial. So those are people who are accused of violence, but they are not violent criminals. They are people charged with crimes to whom the presumption of innocence applies. And I bring that up because you, Libby, are an opinion leader, and people trust what you say, and so, when someone uh, uses a misnomer like that, Mr. Goldkind, it's up to you and now me to correct them and say no. Uh, okay, you know what? Not My
1: bad. People. I should have said alleged.
0: Yeah, or okay. you should have said people presumed innocent, awaiting their trials. We don't know how this is going to turn out. Another thing he said, and I know you want to get to this, is the problem about the telephone. Right. You want me to, you want me to speak about that because you raised it with the Attorney General. Okay,
1: and, and I have to tell you, I have to tell you that I have heard about that from from uh, people off the record, of course, uh, on the prosecutorial side and other lawyers who, who uh, aren't happy about that, but please go ahead. Yeah,
0: sure. Well, they're using Zoom in some jurisdictions uh, in Ontario. They've been using it in Peel, and uh, they're trying to get it into uh, every uh, jurisdiction. As the Attorney General said, um, we've uh, traveled a lot of miles in the last two months. But they've been using telephones in Alberta for years. And the concern that the judge can't see the guy has not ever been a concern in Alberta, which uh, last time I checked is part of Canada. So uh, I think it's kind of primitive to say that unless the judge can see the guy's face, he won't know how dangerous he is. And and you might recall when we were kids and car- cartoonists were depicting dangerous guys as unshaven, simian-looking guys. That's not really how we decide dangerousness or risk to the public or whether people make eye contact with the judge. There's... Really proven patterns uh, of of dangerousness in the past, and there's police evidence, and we still have access to that, those kind of indicia of dangerousness. So, uh, not seeing the guy is potentially a disadvantage, but uh, hasn't been shown to be a disadvantage in the last a uh, couple of months.
1: Um, I mean, other lawyers say you want to see their demeanor, and as well as the demeanor of people who are supposed to be their surety,
0: right? <laughs> Yeah, well, um, they do say that, and yet demeanor's been repeatedly disparaged as a measure of telling you whether uh, someone is giving reliable information. And so let's bear in mind there's been a lengthy experiment in Alberta uh, with telephone bails, and it hasn't led to um, an outbreak of violence, and I must say that I also do appeals in Ontario, so your listeners should know that in relation to appeals in Ontario, I have never had a live bail hearing in 30 years doing appeals in Ontario. I do it all in writing. I, the judge doesn't even hear people on telephone. He never gets to see a face, and I've never had anybody breach a bail, and so I really think this is just people saying, "Oh, we've never done it before like that." So, what could, something could go wrong, as opposed to uh, realistic concerns about dangerousness. Do you uh, have but, a
1: concern but, as a citizen that that uh, that that people accused people accused people in gangs, gun offenses are are being released?
0: Okay, well, I'm a citizen. I'm a parent. Uh, and the taxpayer, and I don't have a concern, and I'll tell you why. There's, there's two, there's two reasons. Um, the, 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 the gist of what Mr. Goldkind said um, that was that um, too many people are getting out, and but that assumes that the bail system was working before COVID, and there was lots of information that it wasn't working before COVID. There was more people in remand than there were serving sentences. And a lot of them were Indigenous people. And so what's happened is that when we took a harder look at those people and said, um, as the law requires, is there detention before trial really necessary? The answer came back, no. But the most inflammatory and frankly ridiculous things that uh, by Mr. Goldkind, uh, was that COVID is a get out of jail uh, free card. Uh, I heard him say that. He last said week. that
1: it's being used that way in the United yeah. States. So I, I didn't really want to deal with that. But to your point, we have heard the police chief say that there is, and this is. Well, pre-COVID that there is a big problem with the bail system that uh, people who are in gangs and with gun offenses, they simply get bail and go out and re-offend. And the mayor has talked about this as well. And that's that's pre-COVID. And now there is this added layer that judges are saying that they don't want to risk someone getting sick in a congregate setting jail.
0: Yeah. But the idea that people who uh, can be shown to be dangerous are being released, um, I would describe it as the malaria drug of legal information. In every courtroom in Canada since COVID arrived, there's been a prosecutor following a Crown policy manual And as the Attorney General mentioned to you, their duty is to protect the public, and gun offences are one where they always draw the line and resist release. So get out of jail free is not part of the policy manual, and no prosecutor I know can follow those instructions. And likewise, there are judges in the courtroom, and their job is to be fair to the defendant, but also to protect the public and not to release when it's unsafe to do so. So no judge that I know can start from the premise that we'll release because of COVID um, and we'll follow a bumper sticker premise uh, that COVID is a way to get out of jail as opposed to this person is dangerous, but we'll release them regardless. Well, Um,
1: it's either happening uh, or
0: it isn't. (laughs) I don't see it happening, Libby. I see people getting out who deserve to get out who are not dangerous. I see judges taking a much closer look at the borderline cases. Um, And uh, I don't see individual lawyers having clairvoyance about who uh, is going to re-offend and who is not going to re-offend. I see the collective judgment of the judges and Crown lawyers working every day Uh, to be pretty good in the last couple of months.
1: Well, I mean... this has been, as I said, flagged as a problem, even pre-COVID. I want to give the numbers out again, since we do have a few more minutes in this. Uh, what do you think? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And I'm talking to Criminal Defense Counsel and former president of the Criminal Lawyers Association, Frank Adario. And it's a follow-up to some recent comments by Defense Counsel Ari Goldkind, who said that that allegedly violent criminals are being released released from prison and that they're dangerous. And Frank Adario is disputing that. We've also talked to the Attorney General who says everything's fine. I, myself, we here could not really find updated numbers of how many people have been released from jail because of COVID-19. Uh, and um, there we have it. Frank Adario, what about these giant backlogs? Uh, what's going to happen to the system? It was you know, pretty well busting at the seams before this hit. Uh,
0: the bail system or the trial system? The Would
1: trial you... system, the whole thing.
0: Yeah, well, um, one of the pressures on the system was that uh, too much uh, garbage was coming into the system. And by garbage, I mean like cases that just should have been screened out. And it puts a lot of pressure on the system. And we can't try every single legal dispute in the criminal court. And so I think probably what you'll see going forward is some of those being screened out so that we can get to the serious cases. The ones that you and I and every right-thinking person would agree need to get into court and be tried swiftly, the sex assaults, the robberies, the serious narcotics offences, the homicides, of course, the the ones that impact public safety uh, in a serious way. Uh,
1: What about, uh, are you worried or do you think that any serious cases uh, will get thrown out because of the delay?
0: Well, I think part of it is going to depend whether in the province of Ontario, I think part of it's going to depend on whether or not our prosecutors adopt best practices. Um, In other jurisdictions, uh, they are working very hard to keep the system going uh, during COVID. Uh, They are working very hard to screen out cases starting now, not waiting until uh, the pandemic crisis is over. Uh, they're working very hard to uh, wipe out cases that don't belong there now. And so that when we get back to normal or a semblance of normal, that the uh, system can intake or accept cases that are serious, the ones I have just mentioned a moment ago, that uh, deserve to be tried and, and need to get access to the courtrooms, to judges, to prosecutors.
1: Okay, let's take a call from Randy in Brampton. Hello, Randy.
2: Yes, hi. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I just heard the radio in the background. It's time delay, right? Uh, Yeah, this guy, Dario, he's talking about what he sees. He can't see anything. He's not in the courtroom. Court's not underway at the moment, so he can't see what's going on. He is talking on the telephone to other people, specific people. He can't see anything. You can't see nothing. I personally have three assault convictions already. I'm waiting for a court case to come up. It was delayed since April 4th. And uh, I know dangerous people. I see them all the time. I've been accused of being one. I've, I've got an assault conviction for assaulting a police officer from many years ago. My lawyer got me off because the prosecutor owed him a favor, he told me. Okay, that was 35 years ago.
1: Okay, that was a long time ago. What do you think about what's happening now?
2: Right now, well, among other things, social isolation lowers our immunity. That's one reason old people in homes have low immunity is because they're socially isolated. It's well-known thing. If you look up "isolation kill" on the internet, which I did, I got 111 million results in. 0.35 0.35 seconds. Okay. <laughs>
1: Randy, I'm not sure what you're getting at here. So, uh, uh, Well, that,
2: what I'm getting at is, uh, yes, dangerous people are getting out. We know that.
1: Okay. How do we know that,
2: Randy? In Peel region, we had 504 gunshots in 2018. Dangerous people are being released.
0: All right. All so, right, Randy.
1: Um, I will let Frank respond. Thanks for your call.
0: I, I can't respond to Randy's epidemiology lesson. Okay. But what I could say, Libby, is that um uh he said, Well, uh, how does Frank know uh what's going on? Well, um one of the things that uh Mr. Goldkind brought up was I'm blowing the whistle on a new practice which is under the radar and your listeners need to know. Well that was not quite accurate um uh the toronto star has sent two reporters in to those bail hearings and they wrote about it in the trouble toronto star so the public is not being excluded it was on the front page of the toronto star and uh what they they
1: joined on the telephone
0: yeah they did and 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 not only that but instead of having to run around to various area courts to listen to the bail list for the day all they did was call a court clerk and dial in so and you could do it libby you could say i'm a member of the media i, I want to find out what's happening in brampton bail court tomorrow and um, i want to i want to dial in uh, please include me and you'd be dialed in so you can listen to bail tomorrow you can hear the robbery the sex assault and the drug bill tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, sounds it's, great. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to drive to Brampton. You don't have to fight traffic. And Randy can listen. There is, no,
1: there is no traffic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the good news. Frank, uh, uh, 20 seconds. It's because we're all coming up on the hour. Uh, less than 20 seconds, 15 seconds. What do you want to leave us with?
0: I want to leave you with this. Um, there's been some picking on the attorney general with whom I've disagreed a lot. But I know one thing, and it's he's a crime control guy. So if the wrong people are getting out his office, the prosecutors can appeal the bail and try to put the dangerous guy back in jail. And unless Mr. Goldkind is the only person with legal training in the whole province who can tell the difference between good candidates for release and dangerous people, there are hundreds and hundreds, I'm not exaggerating, of judges and lawyers who are available to do bail reviews, and to put the guy back in jail. So I think your listeners should relax.
1: Okay. Thank you very much, Frank Adario. Appreciate it. And uh, that's all the time we have for today.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.